Welcome to the White House Family Spoken Novels Podcast, episode 398. Today we're reading chapter 38 of the novel, All the Bishop's Children, book 2, by Daniel White III, with his wife Marika White. Rachel, Kennedy, and Jessica hurried out the door to the school bus stop, two houses down from their house. They greeted the others who were waiting for the bus. Hey, Rachel, why are you wearing that long skirt? I thought our group agreed to start a new fad, tight jeans and clinging shirt. Her friend Seneca Jordan said, You're going to be the oddball out today. How do I look? Seneca placed her hands akimbo and turned as a model would. Girl, you look great, Rachel said with a despondent look. I'll tell you all about it once we get on the bus. That's because mom wouldn't let her, Jessica piped in. No one asked you anything, Rachel said. When you get on the bus, go and sit with your friends. I don't want to sit with you anyway, Jessica said. I'll tell you all about it once we get on the bus, Rachel repeated, turning her attention to Seneca. As soon as the school bus dropped them off at school, Rachel and Seneca headed for the girls' restroom. When Rachel came out of the store, she was dressed in her new Levi Strauss jeans. Ooh, girl, you look fine. Turn, turn, turn so I can get a good look, Seneca said. Do you like it? Rachel asked. Like it? I love it. Where did you buy it? I'm going to get me a pair, Seneca said. Girl, you're going to be the envy of all the girls in the class. They're going to be looking at you with a wow expression. But especially Michael, they both said together with giggles. Rachel received numerous compliments throughout the day. And guess what? She said to Seneca while they were having lunch in the cafeteria. Michael's been eyeing me all morning. As he's eyeing you right now, he's over there to your left, at the middle of the third table, Seneca said. Rachel turned her head to glance in the direction Seneca had indicated. Don't make it seem so obvious. You don't want him to think you're desperate. Yes, Rachel thought, as hers and Michael's eyes met. After a week of deceiving her parents, Rachel decided to stop. She wore her outfit home that day. That's not what you had on this morning, and I thought Mom and Dad told you not to ever wear that, Jessica said as they got off the school bus. Yeah, well, she bought it, so I'm going to wear it. Plus, we don't waste money, Rachel said. And if you say one word about it, I'm going to put a hurtin' on you that you will never forget. Dad's not going to let you hurt me. I'll hurt you before Dad even knows about it. Okay, pipsqueak? Okay, I won't tell, Jessica said. Two days later, Jessica put the pants on as she got ready for school. She refused to take them off when Rosalind commanded her to take them off. Rosalind turned to Dwight for help. Don't look at me, man of the house. Just remember the conversation we had the first time you told her to take it off. You know, after they had left for school. Well, the chickens have come home to roost, Dwight said. Here, Mom, DJ said, handing his mother some money. What is this for? Rosalind asked. Oh, it's some of the money from my check. I just wanted to contribute to the household expenses. Well, that's thoughtful of you, Rosalind said with a smile. Now what else do you want? Can I do a good deed without you thinking I want something, DJ said. Of course you can. I appreciate it, DJ, Rosalind said, placing the money in her pocket. By the way, DJ said as he turned to leave, may I please borrow your car on Saturday? I want to take Jennifer to the movies and maybe some place to eat. 
We want to see the movie Grease with John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John. We'll see, Rosalind said with an I knew it smile. Seems like you've been talking with her more and more. I'm pleased with that. She's from a good family. They have been a blessing to the church. I like her. Wouldn't it be nice if you two were to get married? Rosalind said this last statement more to herself, but loud enough for DJ to hear. She's off a different cut, DJ said, ignoring his mother's last statement. Anyway, I have to take off for work, among other things, DJ said. Say, DJ, I saw this picture frame hanging off the wall in the center of the living room with the pictures of about six girls, including Jennifer. Do you know anything about it, Rosalind asked. DJ chuckled. Those are all my girls. I hear you, Rosalind said. Bye, Dad, DJ said to Dwight as he passed through the living room, heading out the door. Thanks for letting me use your car tonight. You're quite welcome. Don't go speeding down the road, and please stop turning that music up so loud. You're going to burst your eardrums, Dwight said. Okay, Dad, DJ said. Before DJ backed out of the driveway, he had the music blasting from the radio. I'm in the house and the music is hurting my ears, Dwight said, plugging his ears with his fingers. How many times do we have to tell them something before they listen? Your guess is as good as mine, Rosalind said. Thank you for joining us for this episode of White House Family Stories. You may purchase a copy of this novel and any other Christian fiction books read on this podcast from Amazon.com. Now, dear listener, please know that God, the divine author of all things, wants to write a great story with your life as well. But first, you must give him the pen by trusting him with the life he gave you and surrendering your heart to Jesus Christ as Savior. Here is how. 1. Accept the fact that you are a sinner and that you have broken God's law. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes 7.20, For there is not a just man upon earth that doeth good and sinneth not. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. 2. Accept the fact that there is a penalty for sin. The Bible states in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death. 3. Accept the fact that you are on the road to hell. Jesus Christ said in Matthew 10.28, And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul. But rather, fear him, which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. The Bible says in Revelation 21.8, But the fearful, and unbelieving, and the abominable, and murderers, and whoremongers, and sorcerers, and idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake, which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. 4. Accept the fact that you cannot do anything to save yourself. The Bible states in Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. 5. Accept the fact that God loves you more than you love yourself, and that he wants to save you from hell. Jesus Christ said in John 3.16, For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. With these facts in mind, please repent of your sins, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and pray and ask him to come into your heart and save you this very moment. The Bible states in the book of Romans 10, 9 and 13, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart, 
that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Dear friend, if you are willing to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ for salvation, please pray with me this simple prayer. Heavenly Father, I realize that I am a sinner and that I have done some bad things in my life. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of my sins. I now believe with all of my heart that Jesus Christ died for me was buried and rose again. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and save my soul and change my life today. Amen. If you believed in your heart that Jesus Christ died on the cross, was buried and rose again, allow me to say congratulations on doing the most important thing in life, and that is accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, Go to gospelightsociety.com and read what to do after you enter through the door. Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Thank you so much for listening and may God bless you until next time. <music>